Hello and welcome. You are back listening to another episode of Two Sisters in Christ, brought to you by Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We love him so much. Shout out to <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this is one of your hosts, Ava, and I am joined by the lovely Lexi, my sister in Christ and one of my biological sisters. <laughs> hey guys, and hello to our sisters and our brothers in Christ. Thank you for listening. Yes. Shout out to the brothers in Christ. Ladies, sisters, me and Lexi, we got to start including them. They're mm. holding down 24% of our listening audience. So brothers listening to this episode, God bless you. God bless you for supporting and share it with another brother. Maybe we can get that 24% up, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if you've been following along, you know that we like to start off each episode with... Bible trivia. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> we like to show how much we know about the Bible through trivia, and we took these cards from a board game. It is Bible Cranium, right? Yes. So we got it. Bible Cranium. You know, we be playing. We play Bible games up in here. I don't know what you come to do, but I come to do some trivia. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, I will start us off today. We're doing three questions each. So Lexi, can you hear my my card? Okay. <laughs> True or false? This is a statement. Faith is defined as seeing, hearing, and feeling. True or false? Mm. False. Correct. That is false. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Where is that from? You know, bonus question. This is not a part of the trivia, but bonus question. The book of Hebrews. All right. Let's go, go a little deeper. Chapter 11, verse 1. She even got the verse, Let's y'all. Go. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm golf <laughs> clapping in the mic, so it's not too loud for you guys. <laughs> okay, Ava. Here is your question. Multiple choice as well. What is the will of God? Is it to imitate God? Walk in his love? Be filled with the spirit or all of the above. All of the above. That is correct. I know. I was like, oh my goodness. That's it. No, that one. (laughs) Right. There better be a multiple choice. (laughs) Okay. Now, question number two for Lexi. Who said, I am the voice of one crying out in the desert. Make straight the way of the Lord. Of him, I am not worthy to untie his sandals. Mm. Who said that? That was John the Baptist. Yes, good old John. Mm. One of the many, or one of the multiple Johns. (laughs) Don't play, Jesus' cousin. Well, okay, but this is, just answer the question. Okay. On Mount Sinai, Moses met with God and received an important set of laws for Israel. What are they called? Oh, what was it? What was it? No, I'm playing. You're it's like, a you better stop. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I was going to miss, didn't you? Mm, okay, <laughs> bonus points. What book? Genesis. Was... No, okay. No. Oh my gosh. See, sisters, that's why we got to be <laughs> slow to speak. <laughs> stop. <laughs> was, you was were that? close, so. No, it... stop. Let me answer. It was in Exodus. Yes, okay, correct. Because I'm like, 
I just said Genesis. That's what are you kidding me? Exodus <laughs> is literally the exit. Okay. <laughs> Be slow to speak. We're getting into that today. All right. Last question for you. Was that my last question? I got no, one more. One okay. more. Last question for you, Big Lexi. David was anointed king of Judah after what leader? Saul? Paul? Ishbal? <laughs> or Ash Abner? I'm sorry. <laughs> or Abner? I'm going to go with Saul. Not Ishbal. No. It's probably Ishbal? I don't know. That's not the right answer anyway. It was Saul. That's correct. <laughs> Saul was the first king of Judah. Then mm-hmm. it was David. Then it was Solomon. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ava. Just answer the question. Fill in the blank. I'm ready. Complete this sentence. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Ding, ding, ding. I almost sang it, too. You almost got me. I know. And just so you guys know, Lexi's the singer, not me. Yeah, I'm putting you on blast. She's smiling now. Yeah, that's it. You know, grateful for the gifts God has given me. No, this girl can sing. She's my favorite singer, okay? Aw. <laughs> yeah, you are. That's sweet. I'm sorry, sis. I'm not sorry, but I got the giggles today, y'all. We're in for a good, good discussion topic. Amen. And <laughs> it's so funny. I'm in a really great state of spiritual well-being. I'm feeling aligned with God's will and purpose for my life. You know, when you're really not feeling like that is when you're in conflict. Mm. When you're in conflict, it's like, oh, get me out of here. Right. You almost feel trapped in a sense. Yes. And you clicked on this episode for a reason. If you're a human being, you're going to be in conflict with somebody. Yes. If you're a part of the body of Christ, you're going to be in conflict with other believers. But the question is, how do we do conflict Mm. according to God's standards? Right. And this episode is for everyone, especially for those. And, you know, on this podcast, we keep it real and Mm -hmm. truthful. This is especially for those who have conflict aversion and actually want to avoid conflict when in God's word plainly sets out how to resolve conflict and even how to view it to where you don't have to be afraid of it. You don't have to avoid it. You don't have to think of it as some huge impossible mountain you have to climb in order to reach the top. Jesus plainly laid out how to resolve conflict and how to walk in love through it to where Now you can be in a place to where you know exactly what to do and you want to do the right thing. That's a great point, Lexi. And you know, that just goes along with the goal of this podcast. We are here to help you make Jesus first in your life and not just a part of it. Amen. Acknowledge Jesus when you're in conflict. Mm. Ask the Holy Spirit for guidance and direction and help. He is a helper. Ask him for help when you're in conflict. And, you know, we're going to get into it today. Come on. Believe it or not, me and Lexi are going to use some real world examples about our conflict. Yes. (laughs) And I thank God that we can laugh about it now. Right. Man. (laughs) 
That is too funny. That's too funny. But Lexi, before we get started, could you please pray for us? And let's go. Yes. Lord, I thank you for allowing us to speak on topics that are important for not only a believer's walk, but just living in this world. We know that there's so much conflict in the world right now, whether that's on a global scale or even in personal relationships. Conflict is just a part of living in this fallen world. And I thank you for the ways that you you will speak to Ava and I in order to shed light on something that is so crucial to reconciling with each other and most importantly reconciling with you lord so i thank you for the brothers and sisters who are listening to this episode and that they are encouraged by it in jesus name i pray amen 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 and amen all right so how should we start this off verses Yes. Okay. Always. Great to start off with the B Blay. <laughs> the verse I chose for this episode of Love and Conflict, I'm coming from the book of James, New Testament, Jesus' half brother. So I'm coming from James chapter 1, verse 19. Memorize this, let the Holy Spirit imprint it, graft it on your heart. Because mm. this isn't just conflict advice. This is wisdom okay amen understand this my beloved brothers and sisters let everyone be quick to hear slow to speak slow to anger that's it (laughs) quick to hear slow to speak and slow to anger and when we're listening you know being quick to hear That means be careful and thoughtful as you listen. Don't listen just to automatically react or respond. Mm. Try to understand. Be slow to speak. That means being a speaker of carefully chosen words. You guys just saw a pretty good, or you just heard a pretty good example of me being quick to speak. I blurted (laughs) out Genesis without even thinking about it. But I mean, I'm joking, but that's a real example. You know, be slow to speak, be slow to anger. Mm. This Rama hotheads out there with a short patience fuse. God wants you to change. Mm. You don't have to stay like that. If you had a short fuse, if you're impatient, God's calling you to a higher standard of being slow to anger. Be patient, be reflective and be forgiving. Mm. So that's what I chose for my verse james 119 and i i appreciate in james in this verse when it says being slow to speak because carefully choosing our words requires us to slow down and if we are slowing down it's in that moment we are given the opportunity to either talk in love or talk out of our flesh and say something we don't really mean. And then have to come back and apologize later if you have enough accountability and mm. if you actually listen to the Holy Spirit's conviction. Right. Not guilt. Not, right. Not condemnation, but conviction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Being slow to speak 
will save us from a lot. Right. And even being slow to speak even gives the other person more space if that's what they need. And in turn, sometimes without us even realizing it, we are putting that person before ourselves. Mm. And that's exactly how we were supposed to live as believers. Yep, that's what Jesus calls us to do. Love, that's love. Yes. Uh, above all else, love. They were trying to trap him. Oh, Jesus, what's the most important commandment? He said love, okay? Treat others how you want to be treated. Mm. Truly, it goes hand in hand with conflict. It's like, we need to keep that at the forefront of our mind. Even though I'm in conflict, I have to be in love as well. Yes. Because it seems like when we're in conflict, love is the last thing on your mind. The first thing on your mind is, I'm not wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. Let me defend myself. They're wrong. Let me point the finger at you. Meanwhile, oh, there's there's a whole two by four in your own eye that you're not seeing. Man. Wow. That was my verse. (laughs) Okay, Lexi, what verse do you have? And I also chose from the New Testament. I'll be coming from Colossians chapter 3, verse 13. Let's go. And this is also a verse, brothers and sisters, to engrave into your heart because you'll you'll hear. (laughs) All of it. Every verse. The whole Bible. Go. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And I am reading from the Amplified Bible. Bearing graciously with one another and willingly forgive each other if one has cause for complaint against another person. Just as the Lord has forgiven you, so should you forgive. And I see and understand forgiveness as a form of loving that other person regardless of of what they did to you, even if you were wronged. Wow. And that's a part of walking in love. Wow. And that's how Jesus did it. That's how Jesus did it. Even knowing how his disciples would react mm-hmm. at, at during those three days before the resurrection, they literally went back to fishing You know what I mean? Peter literally denied Jesus multiple times. Judas betrayed him. The the disciples, they scattered, they fled. John stuck by and watched watched it go down. Mary Mm. became his mother and everything. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's so it's so amazing to have Jesus as our perfect example because yeah. the Bible says that he knew the end from the beginning. He already knew how all of this would play out, y'all. And like he still showed love. Exactly. And that's my point. What an encouragement for us. We don't know the outcome to any situation. We can we can hope for things, we can pray for things, we can plan for certain outcomes. But ultimately, if we don't partner with the Holy Spirit, when it comes to forgiving, when it comes to wanting to reconcile with a brother and sister or with an unbeliever, we have to trust that Jesus already knows how this is going to be figured out in relinquishing that control Mm. and forgiving that person. In real talk, sometimes there can be what seems like seasons of conflict, Mm -hmm. okay? And it's all about our perspective. Never did I go into conflict thinking, 
this could bring me closer to God. This could bring me closer to the person I'm in conflict with. But if you try to change your perspective, like when you're in the mm-hmm. moment, oh, we're starting to, I'm talking about me and you. Yes, yes. Like, oh, okay, we're starting to butt heads. Let me step back. Let me take a breath and see my sister for who she is. Right. Hoping for the best, as the Bible says we should do in mm-hmm. love. Remembering it's not about my team, Team right. Ava. It's not about Team Lexi. Mm-hmm. It's about Team Two Sisters in Christ. Yes. It's about being together on one accord, denying ourselves. Because since we are both believers, our spirits are connected to Jesus. And then right. I'm even thinking of the verse, we don't fight against flesh and blood. So mm-hmm. even in moments of conflict, it's not even that other person you're having Ooh. issues with. It could be their flesh, a, a demonic force, the enemy, mm. anything outside of the will of God trying to separate you from that love. That's a really good point. And I also think it's important to note that we're not going to handle... No, how about this? Mm. Our expectations are different. If you have conflict with another believer, your expectation can be the Bible is our foundation of how we're going to go about this and seek resolution. It's our standard. Yes, not seeking selfish ambition. When I'm in conflict with my sister Lexi, my goal should be resolution. Mm Mm-hmm. Not, what does she need? Yes, not not victimhood. This is about me. I, I need to have my way. No. No. And y'all, we, we turn a big bus slow. <laughs> if we know we're not in that place yet, give yourself the grace to admit that this is going to be a process. And it is a process. So when you're in conflict with a believer, your expectations can be the Bible is our standard. Mm-hmm. If you're in conflict with a non-believer... You cannot hold them to the standards of the Bible. Yes. Even, real talk, even if they claim to be a Christian, if your life, if the fruit of your life is showing you're not in line with God's will, don't hold them to that standard. Don't do it, brothers and sisters. Really, you you can't because you're only setting yourself up for disappointment. Mm-hmm. Your, your mark is off. Yes. Okay. So the Bible teaches us how we should do conflict. We shared a couple key verses that we would both recommend. Mm-hmm. Studying. Try to memorize it. Yes. Allow the Holy Spirit to engrave it on your heart. And now <clears throat> we're going to share how we have done conflict. Okay. So, you know, you've been following the podcast you know your girl. This is Ava. I like to play tennis. I love playing tennis. Mm. I love playing tennis with my sister. We picked it up this year and started playing together. Learning together. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> learning. Let me say that. We started fresh, okay? <laughs> fresh fresh and bad. <laughs> no skill. <laughs> but uh the I think it was last week we mm-hmm. had found ourselves butting butting heads during that week, but still wanting to spend time together yes right because mm-hmm. you know that's and, just and, and honestly i think that was our spirit still wanting to connect yeah because it's our flesh that wanted to keep us separate that's true and the enemy wants us in isolation god wants unity for his children mm-hmm. that's interesting and that's Sorry. good no that's a good point you pointed out so we had found ourselves butting heads you know and one day we were like you know do you no honestly this is how it started now thank you holy spirit now i remember I was going to go play tennis by myself 
and you know, you can't really play by yourself. I was just going to practice my serve or whatever. And I was debating, she asked Lexi if she wants to go. I don't want it to be a thing, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to ask her, tell her I'm going. And I would like it if she came. Lexi said, yes. So I was like, all right, bet. We pull up to the tennis courts, you girls out there hitting the ball, warming up. I'm like, hey, Lexi, could you do this? Hey, Lexi, a little bit to the left. Lexi, do this, da, 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 da. And she wasn't really responding to me. So that prompted me to speak more, okay? And then after a while, dun, 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 we found ourselves in conflict. <laughs> and the, the root of the conflict was unknown to both of us. Mm-hmm. But we could both feel we were starting to butt heads. Right. And so I stopped. I was like, we're on two opposite sides of the net. I stopped and was like, let me remove the physical distance between us. Like, let's let's talk about this. The Holy Spirit, my spirit being connected to God was like, okay, let's nip it in the bud. That's a key of mm-hmm. doing conflict. Nip it in the bud if mm-hmm. you can. Right. Seriously. God doesn't, we're not glorifying God by prolonging conflict and being passive aggressive, saying things under our breath. You think that's God honoring? Yes. Don't make a mountain out of a molehill. Woo, pick and choose your battles. Okay. So found ourselves in conflict. I'm like, okay, let's remove the physical distance between us. There's like 20 feet between us. Mm -hmm. So I walk around the other side of the net. Me and Lexi are standing face to face. That's another key. Look the person in the eyes. Face them. Don't, Don't you be sitting down and they're standing up. Get on their level. So as a physical sign that you're on the same page, that you're going for unity together. So I removed the physical space between us, and then we started to talk. Lexi, take it away. And we realized... (laughs) Take it away, Lexi! (laughs) And yeah, like Ava said, we both realized we were experiencing two very different things during our, like, spending our time together. And whenever we play tennis, like, that's really good quality time for us. So Mm -hmm. I know that's something we both value and cherish. And so when we were realizing that, oh man, like, we are not on the same page at all we're headed down a different path right to where we almost wanted to go home no i i did want to go home i was like forget this forget this i'd rather be at home than be beefing with lexi on a Mm. tennis court are you kidding me right and it and it came to a point to where we both realized this can't continue like this cannot go on and for me in that moment when i realized oh Ava does need more communication than I do. And it's my flesh telling me she's asking for too much. She's being too sensitive. That that's what, what that's crazy. Like why does she need all of this? But I was interpreting her needs as unimportant. Mm. And when I came into that revelation through God, I realized I can't make this about myself. And well, so if that if that means I need to do X Y and Z in order for her to be acknowledged and considered, I have to drop the pride that is wanting to take over and humble myself and do that for my sister. Right. Because just like the verse read in Colossians, that complaint that she had and that concern that she had towards me, I have to bear it with her. And I, and I actually have to step outside of myself in order to see what the truth is. Wow. 
And and what it came down to on the tennis court for us, on Lexi's side of the court, (laughs) she had the perspective of, hey, you keep making these comments, I'm being criticized. And on Ava's side of the court, I was like, Lexi, I'm saying stuff to you and you're not responding at all. I'm being ignored. So I'm being ignored. Lexi's being criticized. But we wouldn't have reached that place of, oh, that's Lexi's perspective. Oh, that's Ava's perspective. Right. If we wouldn't have literally and physically gotten on the same side. And slowed down. Yeah. Yeah. Taking the time and talking. Right. Do you know how much self-control it requires to be able to speak respectfully (laughs) at a lower decibel? Right. And being considerate of the other person that takes so much self-control that no one can accomplish in their human efforts amen because in your human effort a little bit of passive aggressive will slip in there a little eye roll will slip in a snide remark but through the power of the holy spirit you do have the capability to do conflict well you have the capability to bring god honor in your conflict Mm. so when me and lexi realized When I realized, let me start with myself. When I realized that me saying comments to Lexi is contributing to her being criticized, even if I don't think I'm criticizing her. Right. I need to talk less. Right. If what I'm doing is resulting in this, I need to change Mm -hmm. for my sister. Not because, well, I didn't criticize her, so I I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not criticizing you. That's not the right perspective that's literally being defensive (laughs) and that's what our flesh wants i'm not wrong i'm right it's all about me that's called self-righteousness brothers and sisters and the bible speaks against it that's pride let it go if me speaking less and pointing out less to lexi means she's not being criticized even to what she's perceiving as criticism it's valid let me stop yes and if i need to show and verbally express and do what i need to do in order for you to be heard and to be considered i need to do that and it is just a matter of pride that that because from pride comes defensiveness self-righteousness thinking they're they're the only one in the wrong i didn't do anything wrong victimhood right all they did this to me it's not about me Mm. and it's in those moments where we are challenged in conflict to consider the other person before yourself and And that's that's love love. oh my gosh let's go that's high five worthy you just said the same thing god is good it's high five worthy no but that really is love it came down to me like, okay, what? Me and Lexi are butting heads. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling frustrated. I know she's feeling frustrated. Wait, it's kind of like my mom told me one time, get over yourself. And when I'm in situation, I'm here, my mom would say, Ava, get over yourself. <laughs> so I'm like, oh. But it was kind of like that. I'm standing on my side of the court. I had to, sh- like, what am I doing? Mm. I love the person across the court from me. Let me go. Let me go talk to my sister. I love her. We don't need to do this, but it has to come to the point where you want to do better. You want to be better and not even be better, but be more like Jesus. Right. 
Do you know, Jesus had every right to defend himself. In every situation, he was perfect. No, he is perfect. Mm. He is God. Did he defend himself when they were saying, you have a demon in you? When his family was trying to stop him from speaking? When he was literally being beaten for our transgressions? Just, he, he didn't. Did let's all take a page out of Jesus's playbook, the Bible. Yes. Real talk. And it's not that God, God does not require perfection from us. That is mm-hmm. not what we're saying. Right. But we know that as a result, living in a sinful world, we are called to be a light and we are set apart in order to show the love of Jesus through how we live. Right. And especially in times of conflict, because that is when we are challenged the most to show love when we don't feel like it. All right, brothers and sisters, I got another (laughs) conflict example. So me and Lexi, you know, we like to get down on a TV show or two, Mm -hmm. watching a show together. And you know how it is when you're watching a show with somebody, you're not together all the time. Somebody will watch some, an episode, the other person will watch an episode, then you'll come together and talk about it. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, I don't know if you do that, but that's how me and Lexi (laughs) get down. (laughs) So we're watching this show together. We're separated one night and I was like okay I'm gonna watch I'm gonna watch an episode watch an episode I see Lexi the next day I was like hey Lexi I watched an episode and she was like I could see on her face it was like a record scratch moment like what do you mean you watch an episode you didn't tell me you watched the episode my immediate response was invalidation I was like oh okay do I need to tell you every time I watch an episode you're not the boss of me I'm gonna so that invalidation was my first response. And Lexi was like, hey, like, I would just feel considered if you texted me before or after. Just let me know you watched it because maybe I would have watched it later on that night or something. I didn't even consider what she said. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, okay, well, Lexi, I'm an adult, so I'm not going to tell you every time I watch a TV show. You need to adjust your expectations. It's wrong of you to expect me to do this every time, blah, blah, blah. And y'all, I was justified up in my head. Mm. It was justified. It was logical. I was correct. But I was wrong. Mm. I was 100% wrong. So me and Lexi leave. That's really how it ended. She didn't say much after that. I could tell her face was like, the, uh, okay this is a get to know Lexi and Ava moment <laughs> Lexi will look at me sometimes and she looks like this little girl mm-hmm. and she's shaking her head like mm, this little girl because I'm younger than her you know <laughs> but I'm taller than her you know <laughs> so she was looking at me like this little girl I can't believe it and I'm looking at her like believe it mm-hmm. adjust your expectations Mm-mm-mm. I'm doing the head shake my arms are crossed you know you know how it is sisters don't know if the brothers get down like that <laughs> sisters get down so day passes you know i'm praying throughout the day blah 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 doing something the holy spirit says you were wrong mm. i was like mm-hmm. that ain't him that ain't him no it was. keep it real it was. it was him y'all and the holy spirit he said all your sister asked you for was a text message and you said no a text message would help your sister be included. And you said no. 
How easy is it for you to send it to I was like, okay, that's enough, that's enough. I was wrong, I'm wrong. Conviction, Yes, conviction. exactly. And you can either accept or deny it. Mm. We have a choice to make. The Holy Spirit will speak to you 100%. If you're in tune with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, you're in his will. Even if you're not, God's grace, his reign falls on the just and the unjust, yes. okay? But I made the choice. I was like, mm. I was wrong. Okay, that sucks. <laughs> so I knew I had, I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, what, what do I need to do to make it right? Mm. First of all, repent. Mm. Repent for being selfish. Repent for being defensive. Repent for being self-righteous. Repent for pride. Like it's all related, but it was everything I was doing. Yes. Repent for invalidating your sister addressing a concern. Do you know... It wouldn't have been anything if I would have just said, oh, okay, yeah, I'll text you next time I watch it, Lexi. But that was mean. I literally said, you need to adjust your expectations. And you know, God bless you, Lexi, because she took mm. it like a champ. <laughs> she she could have spit back something mm. petty, but she didn't. And that's how you do conflict well. That's how you show love. That was self-control displayed from you, Lexi, really. Yeah. Amen. So, you know, God is good. me and Lexi crossed paths later on through the day. And I was like, all right, hey, hey, Lexi, hey, Lexi, I'm sorry. I'm trying to be low key. <laughs> I say, hey, Lexi, I'm sorry. I was wrong. That was wrong of me. If sending a text, something that easy, if I can do that to help you, I want to do it. Mm. You're more important to me than me being right. Brothers and sisters, that's the point we have to come to. Yes. That your brother and sister in Christ is more important than your sense of being right. Mm -hmm. We're wrong. Jesus said the only thing good is God. He said, don't call me good. Right. Okay? Us out here thinking, oh, well, they have a good heart. No, your heart's deceitful. Your, my heart had me thinking I was right and telling my sister to adjust her expectations. That it was unrealistic for me to send a text. Really? Like, that is literally pride. How much we can save ourselves from by one, being slow, slow to speak, being quick to listen. If I really would have listened to you and said, oh, Lexi's saying this because she felt discluded. She didn't feel included. Oh, I have a hand to play in that. And you know, how it is in conflict, sometimes it's like, they did this to me, so I'm going to do this to them. Or they didn't do this to me. I'm not doing that for them. Tit but, for tat. Yes. And when you're in, and not that you can't be in love and conflict together, but when you're in a season of love and not conflict, it's like a love off. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lexi did this for me. I'm going to do this for her. Oh, man. I loved when Ava did that for me. That was such a good feeling. I'm going to do this for her. Mm -hmm. That's God honoring. So if we get in the process of being in conflict and love, our whole perspective will change. And, and I appreciate how you said earlier, like, so you turn a big bus slow. Yes, you have to be, well, you have to adjust your expectations. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. She played the Uno reverse. Because <laughs> you really have to be realistic. And one, leaving room for the Holy Spirit always. Mm -hmm. and, and two, knowing where you're at and taking a self-examination 
to seeing where how mature am I in doing conflict with someone else? Do I automatically always get defensive? Do I always just spit fire and just say the first thing that comes out of my mouth without thinking it through? Or Genesis. Do, <laughs> stop. Do I play the victim and think everyone's Ooh. always against me and it's, it's always me that's wronged and it's always wow. me that's um, not considered and me that's not feeling important. Wow. We really have to be honest with ourselves. And even if it's a matter of, do I think that I'm always right? Like you said, Ava, I- I'm always right. There's, it's, it's always the other person. It's never me. I, I never intend to do it. I always try. No. How can we be self-righteous and the victim at the same time? Thank you. <laughs> and prideful. That doesn't even make sense. But to us, it sure does. It sure does. And it's only through having the Holy Spirit dwelling and living and being active inside of us are we able to maintain and even strengthen our relationship in times of conflict and it's only through him is that any of this is attainable because we don't speak out of our own power or or our own volition when it comes to doing conflict in walking in love because Jesus even says it in John 15, apart from me, you can do nothing. Hmm. So we need, you need, brother and sister, to partner with Jesus in those moments because he, one, is always available, and two, he wants to help you. He doesn't want you to stay in this state of conflict that you're in if you are in one right now or even in, in having this current perspective and attitude towards conflict. You don't have to be afraid of it. You don't have to avoid it. You don't have to always think the worst is going to happen when you are in conflict. Jesus can change your perspective and renew your mind into handling conflict to where you want, like you said, Ava, you want to outlove the other person. Yeah. Yeah. And to where you can move past it. Yes. And moving forward. That is a big thing. So with us playing tennis, you know. After me and Lexi talk, smack, smack, smack. I'm feeling ignored, smack, smack, smack. He's feeling <laughs> criticized. Okay, Lexi, I, I apologize. Take it, sisters, brothers and sisters, take accountability. Mm. Just apologize. Say, I am sorry. That's my bad. Even if it wasn't your intention, it does, like, okay. Apologize right. even still. I'm I'm sorry, I don't want you to be criticized by my my mouth. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to stop. And Lexi did the same for me in turn. Yes. And I had to verbally say, I, I will give you more eye contact. I'll be sure to like speak more with you because that's what you need. And I had to come to a, a resolution in my mind. Mm. Just because I don't need it doesn't mean what she needs is wrong. We're mm. two different people. We have different needs. We have different wants. Our minds work differently. We see the world differently. We've had different life experiences. We're not even the same age. And, and, and to know that God gives us so much grace and patience in those scenarios, he gave that same towards us. He's forgiven us for every sin we've committed and will commit. Why am I holding on to pride and not choosing to forgive my brother or sister simply because I want to hold on to it. And it's so crazy. It's not crazy. It's how God designed it. But like you said, we 
well, like you said, like the Bible says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. And when you're in conflict, you can feel that in your chest. But when you've forgiven, you can physically feel the weight lifted off. Yes. And that has nothing to do with flesh and blood. That's spiritual. Yes. Truly. So it's amazing how forgiveness is one of the keys to conflict. Mm. Forgiveness is. And forgiveness is for you personally. It's not, oh, well, I'm going to let them know I forgave them. Right. No, you need to keep keep that in your heart and let it be genuine. A genuine apology and genuine forgiveness they have so much power. Mm. And like you said, Lexi, when you link up with the Holy Spirit, you're getting wisdom straight from the source. Yes. He will tell you and lead you and guide you. The Holy Spirit is our helper. You can be God honoring in conflict. Mm. So wrap up the tennis story. You know, me and Lexi apologized. We took accountability. And then we apologized. One thing I like that has come out of us turning our big bus of conflict slow. Now, hey, girl, we hit the current the corner, okay? Well, we're we're gliding down easy street. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Amen. One thing I think that was big for us is saying, "Hey, this is what I'm going to do different." Mm. Saying it and then actually doing it. Yes. And then applying it. Lexi, I'm going to speak less. If you're feeling criticized over there, let me stop. And you just saying, Ava, I'm going to speak more. If you're feeling ignored, I got you. Yeah. It's that simple. If you push past pride, if you desire co- conflict, you're going to have conflict. If you desire victimhood, self-righteousness, mm-hmm. defensiveness, baby, buckle up. It's a horrible, horrible ride. It well, is not fun. At all. But if you desire love and conflict, if you desire unity even if it's just you, even if the other person isn't on that page, okay? Because, baby, we all been there. Yes. God is with you. You can still make our Heavenly Father proud from how you do it. Like I said, girl, I'm not texting you. When I watched this TV show, Lexi was over there making God proud by not responding in anger, by being slow to anger. Because, y'all, it took every ounce of self-control to... Like you said, Ava, not speak back in anger and say something that I don't mean. And (laughs) just to wrap it all up, we have a choice to make when Mm. the Lord gives us tests because he does not tempt us. The Bible says he does not tempt us, Amen. but he tests us in order to mature our faith. And so when you're in moments of conflict, brothers and sisters, you can literally say in your mind, God... Holy Spirit, help me slow my mind down so I can see this how you want me to see this. Wow. Because I want to show the love that is within me through receiving Jesus Christ in my heart. Even though I feel all these things and I want to save my grievances and whatnot, it's not about what I want. But it's about honoring God in times of conflict by speaking and walking in love. Thank you for tuning in to this episode today, and we hope and pray that you are encouraged to approach conflict in love and that you 
are able to do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You don't have to make a mountain out of a molehill every time, guys. Yeah. So with that said, thank you for joining us. And remember that here at Two Sisters in Christ, we're here to help you make Jesus first in your life and not just a part of it. Woo! Jesus. All right. Brothers and sisters, we will catch you in the next episode. Bye.